Hello, hello, and welcome to the Your Latina Mentor podcast with your host, Isabel Restrepo, or Isabel Restrepo, as I got used to saying growing up in Minnesota so that people would understand me. And that's actually a perfect example highlighting what this podcast is all about, where I'll be sharing experiences, tools, and resources to navigate what it means to be a woman, a Latina, an immigrant, and everything in between what I like to call this human experience. Part of the inspiration for this podcast is also that I didn't have a Latina mentor growing up, and I wish that some of the things that I'm going to share with you, somebody would have shared with me. I am so happy that you are here. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Your Latina Mentor podcast. I am so excited because this week is my birthday. What, 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 what? Okay, I turned 35 this year, and I am just loving life and... (laughs) That audio or the video clip of the Kardashians where... One of them's like, I'm just living life. I'm just living life. Okay, that's not what where I meant to go with this. But I do feel like every year that I get older just gets better and better, like a fine wine. And I just feel good. I look good. Life is good. Everything just feels really good right now. And yeah, thank you for celebrating that with me today. July 27th, 1987, 35 years ago, this person was born. Wild. That is wild to think about. I also love birthdays. I just think that it's a privilege to grow another year older. It's a privilege to be in this human experience, although it can feel really hard sometimes. I also feel like it's a fun, special day where people that you love are reaching out and celebrating with you. Even though, even though all of these great things are happening, I always feel a little bit nostalgic, maybe is the word, when it is my birthday. It always feels like a little sad. I don't know if that's a common feeling that other people have, but even though it can be so beautiful where people do come together, you're celebrating life, there's always this little like, little bit of sadness underneath. I don't know. Maybe it's just kind of like nostalgic. Maybe it's like you're one year closer to death and you know that in some capacity, or at least I know that in some capacity. So it's kind of like, yay, birthday. I'm celebrating my birth, but I'm also closer to the end. And that can be kind of sad. (laughs) Okay. That took a dark turn all of a sudden, (laughs) but Yeah, that's what kind of comes to mind. And I think sometimes we put so much pressure on birthdays that it can feel a little overwhelming. Usually I'm just like, I just want to be with some friends. I want a cake with all of the candles that I'm turning on. And more often than not, that doesn't happen. It'll be like one or two candles. And I'm like, whatever, give me the fire extinguisher. We're lighting all the candles on this cake. (laughs) But anyway, thank you for joining me on this week's episode. We are in part two of the Manifesting Your Dream Life. And I'm so excited just to talk about all of this with you. If you haven't heard last week's episode, I highly 
recommend that you do. It kind of gives us a framework, a little bit of a baseline. But if you only have time for this one, all good too. I mean, they can be standalone episodes, but it's always good to just get a little more context, or at least for me, that's how I like to consume information. And to kind of recap, what is manifestation? So manifestation, I like to think of it as bringing into reality what you see in your dreams and your visions in your mind's eye out into the reality of the external world. So I don't know about you, but for me, I have a very vivid imagination. Like I will see things in my mind's eye that is just very real and like visceral. Like I can feel it. I can touch it. I can smell it. And Sometimes I'm a little too good because then when I try to see that out into the real world, it doesn't always like meet my expectations, but that's a whole other, that's a whole other topic on managing (laughs) expectations and what that looks like. Hello, gate 41, if you're into human design. So yeah, so in, in very basic terms, manifestation to me is bringing those visions out into the reality of the external world. And that can be something as simple as the example that I gave last time of like, I'm manifesting an apartment and then, you know, now living in that apartment, or it can be a manifesting a feeling that you want. Like I want to really be at peace. I know for a while I was like, I just want to be really calm. Like, had enough stress in my life. I just want to be calm. And that was something that I, that I've worked really hard to manifest. And that's something that's still actually really important to me. How can I be at peace with myself in my home, in my apartment, in my environment, with the people that I love in my relationships? And that can also look like I'm manifesting a relationship, a significant other Um, that can also look like material things. I'm manifesting a new cell phone. Actually, yeah. (laughs) Or like I'm manifesting an outfit. And I'm now I'm thinking I'm like, at my birthday outfit. Manifesting can take on so many different forms. It can be something physical, something tangible. It can be something that you feel. It can be a relationship. You know, it can look like so many different things. And one of the things that I've noticed is that throughout the years that I've been able to manifest kind of these big quote unquote events or big things like moving across the country from New York to LA or moving from another country from LA to Medellin or manifesting opportunities. So manifesting jobs, manifesting this podcast, bringing it to life, bringing it out into the external world, manifesting this connection and this conversation that we're having right now where I manifested this podcast. I'm able to share my voice with you. Maybe on your end, you wanted to hear something that I'm going to mention today that's going to connect with you in a different way. You know, it's always bits and pieces of the universe are orchestrating without us even thinking about it all the time. And I will say that most of the manifestations that have really blown me away are the ones where I've kind of released the how the most and just kind of quote unquote surrendered which I like to think of it as like loosening the grip on whatever it is that you want. 
because for a long time I was like, I want this so much and I'm holding it tight in my hands. But if I just loosen the grip a little bit, that's when it really comes in. That's when it really flows in. So how do we go from these dreams, this vision, this idea that we have in our mind's eye into this manifested reality? How do we bridge the gap between those two? And throughout the years and throughout the courses that I've taken, I am all about self-development. I am all about inner child work. I'm all about shadow work, inner healing, all of the healings, all of the manifestations, the secret, all of the things. <laughs> I've noticed that there's a little bit of just like taking it an extra step. And that's what we'll kind of go through today is this framework that I've really gathered throughout the years of living my life, being able to manifest these really big things, learning about these different things, both in my career, in my marketing career, in my personal development, in my witchy side, my more spiritual side, where we talk about energy healing, where we talk about human design, all of these different tools and this framework that's going to take us from this dream to this manifested reality. And there's a couple of different steps. So one, it's going from this feeling of not fitting in, being this outsider, looking around you and noticing that maybe you're the only person that speaks a language. Maybe you're the only person that has brown hair. I know that for some, for me growing up in Minnesota, I always felt like an outsider. It was like, I never knew what was going on. It can feel very intimidating. And, and a lot of people in Minnesota, or at least where I grew up was like blonde and blue eyed and pale skin. And that was just really new for me especially in growing up in that suburb. And so looking around and being like, oh my God, I don't know if I belong here. I speak Spanish. The food is different. My taste buds are different. I look different. I sound different. Kind of this feeling of like feeling unworthy or feeling inadequate. Again, a lot of the stories that I heard growing up about immigrants were that immigrants are uneducated. They don't have money you know, all of these things, these stereotypes, they're only here to like clean, <laughs> which still is like out in the, that's still the message in the media. It's like, if there's a Latina character, they're the maid and how annoying. <laughs> and so how do we go from not fitting in, feeling like that outsider, feeling inadequate? I remember very early on moving to the States and not really knowing like the lay of the land. And I'm going to, this story keeps popping up as I'm kind of talking about this, where I was brand spanking new to schools in Minnesota. I was seven years old, seven or eight. And in the winter, there's a thing called pajama day. So what happens is you go to school in your quote unquote pajamas. I remember being like, oh, okay, we're going to school. It's pajama day. Okay, I'm going to go in my pajamas. So here we are. I'm standing in front of my locker and I can still hear the teacher's gasp as I pulled down my snow pants to reveal bare legs and an oversized t-shirt. I mean, nobody told me or my parents that you don't actually wear your real pajamas to school that day. And so talk about feeling like an outsider. So how do we go from that? How do we go from not fitting in and being different and being the other? For me, it's been connecting with my roots. Holy moly. My roots here in Colombia, like have blown me away. The more that I connect with 
my ancestors, my culture, my culture in Minnesota too. That's part of my root, part of me growing up in Minnesota. That's, I consider that a part of my root as well. But really leaning into what is the history? What's my history? What's my family history? And going from that place of, I don't know, I'm neither here nor there, and kind of integrating the two has led me to this place of acceptance and confidence and being really worthy of like, no, I deserve to be in this space. I deserve to be here. And that can look like being the only Latina in the boardroom, being the youngest woman in the boardroom, being in meetings where you are the decision maker and your opinion is valued and having that sense of identity really be integrated. Yes, I am the only Latina in the space, but I bring so much wisdom and experience because of that. So one of the pillars of this framework that I'm talking about is really connecting to your roots to go from that dream to that manifested reality. And that's something that I see missing in a lot of the manifestation classes and work that I've done. It's very much new age spirituality of, okay, how do we move into this 5D and the timelines and the higher self and all of these things? And I'm like, whoa, wait a second. How do we honor where we're going if we haven't honored where we've been? And so that's one of the frameworks that I'm going to be teaching in a manifestation course later in August, but I want to introduce these pillars to you first. So in that course, we'll dive into how to do that. How do you connect with your roots? How do you connect with your ancestors? What if I don't know where they're from? That's all right. We'll figure all that out. The other thing that comes to mind is the second pillar of going from anxious, the survival mode, this insecurity. If you are like me, where your parents or you yourself moved to another country when you were really young, there was this feeling of anxiousness and this feeling of there was never enough. It's kind of like, I remember my dad used to say, I, I would say, let's say I want a... I don't know, I want a new shirt. And he would say, well, do you need that or do you want that? Because most of the time there wasn't money for the wants. There would only be money for the needs. And it's so funny that we're talking about birthdays, that my birthday's this week, because the example that comes to mind is growing up in Minnesota in the suburbs, this affluent suburb of Minnesota called Matamidai. And like the cool thing, I don't know if you remember these pants, they were like these tracksuit pants that buttoned up on the sides from Abercrombie and Fitch that I never got. <laughs> I could never afford to buy those. But I remember it was like Abercrombie and Fitch and American Eagle were like the cool brands. And I remember being like, all I want for my birthday is an American Eagle t-shirt. Like, I don't want anything else. Oh my God. And I'm getting like emotional about this because it was like, I just want this t-shirt so bad with that freaking label on the front saying American Eagle so that I felt like I could fit in. So how do we go from there's not enough and it being a reality, sometimes there wasn't enough to, to buying the t-shirt just because we simply want it or unlearning some of these generational thoughts and patterns of there's not enough. Oh, I hear 
in Colombia all the time. People say, oh, there's no money in Colombia. There's no money here. Yet I look around and I'm like, if there's no money, then what are all these new construction homes, like luxury apartments and home being built? There's like Porsches and Audis. And I think I've seen like one Tesla here, which is a lot of money in Colombia. But I'm like, if there wasn't any money, then why would I be seeing all of this? <laughs> you know? <laughs> or another one I hear a lot is like, oh, I can't do that because I don't have money. Like, oh, I wish I could travel, but there's no money. But I've actually won flight tickets to Hawaii before. So it's not that you necessarily need money all the time to get the things that you want, right? So how do we go from that survival mode that there's not enough to I can buy whatever the heck I want? I don't have to be anxious around money. I don't have to be anxious around being a new person here. I don't have to be insecure about who I am. And the second pillar is all about security. That can look like financial. That can look like your nervous system. You know, we talk about millionaires or people that win the lotto and they have all this money, millions of dollars, and they don't know what to do with it. And then they end up with just as much money that they had at the beginning before they won the lottery, before they won all these millions of dollars. It's because their nervous system didn't feel secure. It didn't have enough space or bandwidth. It didn't feel safe for that thing to come in. This can look a little bit like self-sabotage or let's say if something really good happens in your life, let's say you get a raise and you're all excited and you're happy and then you come home that night and you pick a fight with your significant other. This is called the upper limit theory. I can't remember the book off the top of my head. Um, I'll put it in the show notes. It's one of my favorite books, but this is the upper limit theory. You don't feel secure in this new level of good. And so you do something to bring you back down. It's kind of like expansion and contraction. So what do you do? How do you, what can you do to go from that anxious, that survival mode, that insecurity. This is the pillar of security, where on the other side of that, it's about thriving. It's not just the song by Adele comes to mind. I think it's love in the dark, but it goes like, I want to live and not just survive, but I want to take that a step further. And I want to thrive, not just live. And I wish that I had Adele's voice because I would totally be singing right now, but I'm going to spare you. <laughs> I want to live and not just survive. Da, da, da. But I want to thrive and not just live, you know? How do we thrive? How do we feel that freedom? Go into those healthy relationships too. When we talk about security, it's being secure in our body, in our nervous system to receive love too. How do we allow once we meet that special person, how do we allow them to come into our lives and open ourselves and our hearts to receive all of the love and goodness? That's through security, that second pillar. That's something that I've actually been very intentional with the past year or so is how can I feel secure in my body, in myself, in my business, in my experience with my partner? How can I feel secure within myself? And that's something that's not always talk about. You know, when we talk about manifestation, it's like the mindset and get in high vibration. And yeah, okay, let's say that you 
do that, but then how do you retain all the good stuff? How do you keep it around so that it's the new normal? You build this security. And then the third pillar is really going from this, you know, I've been doing all things right and how come it's not working? Or this either or. It's like either I can be successful in my career and, you know, not work out in my personal life with love or either I can be successful in my career, but I can't be around my family. Ooh, that was a really big one for me for a long time. It was like, okay, if I'm if I'm successful and I'm and I'm doing well in my job, then that means that I have to be in the United States. But I can't be with my family in Colombia. It's either one. It's either or. It's either I'm in Colombia and I'm with my family and I'm sharing time with them but only on vacation, never living here. Because when I go to the States, that's where all the good stuff is. That's where, you know, success is. I mean, and that's part of the story of like the American dream and that like everything can be achieved there. And and I get it because my parents moved to the United States in search of something better. And I recognize the privilege that I have of being able to come here and be safe here. And I mean, if you're aware of the history in Colombia, there was a lot of violence in the 90s, and I'll keep it at that. And I recognize that it was a different time. And in that moment, that was the best option for my parents and my family. And I recognize the privilege that I have now of being able to come here and be safe here and enjoy the time that is happening here where now Medellin is known as, you know, the software capital of Latin America, you know, like it's a very different time. So I recognize that. And how do we go from this unclarity, this place of, I don't know what, I don't really know what it is that I want. I just know that it's not this, or I know that I want a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner, but nothing is working. Or I know that I want to spend time in my home country, but that means that I have to sacrifice other things. And how do we go from this like black and white, this either or this limbo kind of thing of, but I'm doing all of these things and it's not working. And this third pillar is all about the strategy, baby. How do we get the strategy that's going to work for you individually to bring us to this place where we feel really empowered, really focused, there's clarity, and you can have it all. You can travel to your home country and live in the States if you want. Or maybe you want to go live in your home country too. Maybe you want a home in Miami and in your home country, maybe, or wherever you may live, you know, in the States. It doesn't have to be either or. You can have both. It can be, I want a house for me and I want a house for my parents. There's so many, some of, a lot of the clients that I've worked with in the past, it's so beautiful because there's just, I mean, family is very important in our, in our culture. And so wanting to give back to your parents, wanting to give back to your community, that's always a really big part of, of manifesting too. So getting really clear on what's for you what's for the other. And so the third pillar is all about strategy. And these are the three points that I'm going to be touching on in the manifestation course that I had mentioned earlier on. And I want to highlight that manifesting what you want is your birthright. Straight up. That is a birthright that you have. You get to have whatever it is that you want in this lifetime. And while you're hearing this, 
a lot, a lot of negative talk might be coming up of like, well, yeah, easy for you to say because X, right? And I love that. Have all the stuff come up. Yes, I want a boyfriend or girlfriend, but I can't because X. Or easy for you to say because you've had X. Just notice all of the things that are coming up. And I do want to acknowledge that some of it does come from the mind chatter, the mindset, the limiting beliefs, whatever you want to call it. And another part is societal. We do live in a culture where not everyone gets the same starting point. And there's a lot of privilege. There's a lot of racism. There's a lot of things against us. There's a lot of things in favor for us. I get that. I I am not trying to ignore any of that. And that's why these three pillars are so important to me because it addresses all of that. It addresses the internal things that are happening as well as the external. And how do we work with all of that? How do we manage all of that? Because manifesting your dreams into a reality, that is your birthright. No one gets to take that away from you. So it's learning all of the different pieces, especially these three pillars that are going to take you there. They're going to speed things up. For me, I've implemented these things and my year, and I'm only halfway through, has changed radically. It's wild. Now that I'm thinking about this, I'm like, oh my goodness. Last year was so different. It looked so different than where I'm at now. And it feels really good right now because I've really focused on these three things, these three key points that have made my dreams and my visions into this manifested reality. And it's only been six months. Now, I want to caveat that I have been in this process of manifesting my dream life for the past few years, especially starting in 2018, where I was like, I do not feel good about things. I'm sick of feeling like this. It's time for me to make a change. And now I don't want it to take that long for you. I don't want it to take four years for you. I want it to be as efficient as possible. I am all about big results in as little time as possible because what better time than now? What better time than now to have the things that you really want? There's this idea of timeline jumping and 5D reality and this higher self. And I get it. I have subscribed to all of those things. And for me, the moment that I focused on the present, that's when it really started changing for me. But I was able to do so because I focus on those three pillars and I've made the present day reality feel so good versus this Well, when I get into my higher self, when I get into higher vibration, when I do this, then that will happen. It's more of like, how can I do and embody all of those things now and be those things? And that feels way different than trying to do the things, if that makes sense. I really hope you're with me on this one because the energetic behind it is so different. How can I simply be in this space and time now versus doing all of these things to be that thing 
later. You know what I mean? (laughs) I wish you could see me because I'm sitting here in the room. My arms are like moving forward and back and I'm just like making all these facial expressions. But I really hope that my voice can transmit this idea and this feeling that I'm trying to convey with you. The moment that I focused on the now, focused on me right now, this is the this is the highest version of myself that I'm ever going to be. And that's always changing because the present is always changing. Isn't that wild to think about? I mean, time and time is an illusion. Yes, we think about time as today, tomorrow, the next day. But if we think about our memories, it's just like little glimpses of there and back. And then I think about my future visions. And that can feel very real as if it did happen as the brain thinks about it as the now. So the way to get from dream to manifest in reality is to focus on these three things. And this is what, this is what I'm going to do to help you get there. I'm going to teach you the how underneath all of those things. So how do I get rooted? How do I get security? How do I get, how do I implement the strategy? So when we focus on these three things, I'm going to help you get there. How do we get rooted? How do we connect with our roots? How do we find security? How do we feel secure? How do we implement the strategy, not just learn it? And that's what I'm going to help you with in the manifestation course. So all of the details are going to be on the website at yourlatinamentor.com. So if you're somebody that has tried manifestation, that works with affirmations, that has been into the secret, but you feel like it's not working, just something isn't working, then you're definitely going to want to check this out because these are the missing links to your manifestation. I promise you. And if you want to manifest even faster, let's say you already do manifest pretty well, but you want to kick it up a notch and manifest that much faster, then you're also going to want to check this out. I know for me that once I started implementing these tools that I'm going to share with you, it changed everything for me. I'm talking about meeting my person. I'm talking about manifesting this apartment. I'm talking about manifesting opportunities. Like it is wild and I can't wait to kickstart it with you. So check out the website, yourlatinamentor.com. All of the details are going to be there. And I am so excited. Thank you so much for joining me on my birthday episode. This is just 35 is feeling so good. I'm on top of the world. I'm on top of the world. I'm on top of the world or whatever that song is. (laughs) I am just in a really singing mood today and I'm here for it. Enjoy Leo season, everyone. Let your rawr out and have fun. Have fun this summer. Have fun during this Leo season. And I hope you have a beautiful rest of the day. All right. See you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Your Latina Mentor podcast. If you like what you heard, please let me know by leaving a review and sharing it with friends and family. If we aren't friends on social media yet, go check out Instagram at Your Latina Mentor or check out the website yourlatinamentor.com and we will see you on the next episode. Talk soon.